This is a podcast from Minute Media. Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Hey, everybody. This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets. What's up, everyone? This is Jackson Gatlin, host of Locked on Rockets. This is Chris Chavez. This is your boy, Heezy, a.k.a. Raheel Ramzanali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts. This is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston, king of Rockets Twitter. This is Chucky Brown, former professional NBA basketball player for the 1995 NBA champion Houston Rockets. This is Timoteo Keister. What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself. What's up, Rockets fans? This is Hollywood Don Knock, host of the Launchpad podcast and the legendary Rockets Twitter spaces. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Von Wafer, former Houston Rocket, retired professional NBA basketball player. Ah. Four, three, two, one. We have ignition. And you are listening to the Summit State of Mind podcast. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to The Summit, State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Stepbacks, and everything Houston Rockets presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network and the official podcast to fan its Houston Rockets website, spacecityscoop.com. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny, and of course, with me as always is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. Yo, GM, Wednesday evening time up in here recording another episode episode 91 just checking in on you how you doing today i am good it was uh what's today wednesday i feel like i've been losing track of days everything has kind of like started to bunch up and work's gotten a little crazy but is that a good thing i'm here is that a good thing i don't know you don't you're not sure i mean you know i can i can just you know i'm not I'm not a person that does this or partakes in this, but happy 420 to everybody. Today is, oh, today is 420. Yes. I didn't even realize it until 3 in the afternoon when someone had mentioned it to me, and I was like, oh, today is that day. Ah, <laughs> yes, yes. Happy 420 to everybody. <laughs> of course, we don't partake in that, but we're partaking in something else. We're having a little drink skis. It's about midweek, but I, I'm feeling it right with the GM. I didn't realize what day it was. GM, what are you drinking right here? Tell, tell the people. Uh, Sonic Seltzer Ocean Water. Yeah. Rate scale out of 10. Oh, this is a good solid 8.5. 8.5. I really enjoy Ocean Water. Not okay. many people like this one, but I'm a part of the select few that is a huge fan. I love Ocean Water. Been drinking it since high school. Whenever I go to Sonic, all for that life. Shout outs, man. Wonderful stuff. I'm drinking... El Segundo Brewing Company, Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager. If you've been hanging with me lately, you you got to understand, like, this is the top beer for me. I've been enjoying it. It's so good. Shout-outs to Stone Cold for winning his WrestleMania match a few uh, weeks ago, and then he released this awesome brand, American Lager. It's <laughs> incredible. I've been – it's been a blast. Like, honestly, I, I, I got the GM to get me a four-pack. We finished the prior four-pack, and I got another four-pack. So you just got to go show how I feel about it. But, you know, shout, shout out to Shots and Thoughts. I, I just thought of Shots and Thoughts. Tell them what we're drinking. And I was like, oh, that's a Shots and Thoughts moment. Shout mm-hmm. out to Sean Ryan and Chris. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Well, you know what, GM? There's been a lot of uh, stuff. Not not too much stuff happening on the Rockets news. But there is something that I know that we do need to talk about that's been discussed recently, especially through the Kelly Iko article. GM, mm-hmm. 
tell the people what Kelly Arco, Kelly Ico article uh, was discussed and let the people know what's been going on. Um, okay, so according to Kelly Ico's article on The Athletic, there was two players that were mentioned in regards to extensions, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jay Sean Tate. And he pretty much gave like nice round numbers about what word is around the league about what the possible numbers would be for either player. For Kevin Porter Jr., it's apparently four years, about 40 to 50 million in extension. That's about 10 to 12 and a half million dollars per year. And for Jay Sean Tate, his extension would range from about 36 million to 48 million. My opinions differ on both extensions and how I feel about them. Um, but if we were to go based on the first person we'll talk about, obviously, is Kevin Porter Jr., KPJ. Um, everything is always dependent upon his behavior. Because that money, it's, it, in NBA world, it should be easily tradable. Uh, Swiss Army Knife point guard, combo guard, quote-unquote, who could mm. potentially be a sixth man of the year based on his skill set, 10 to $12.5 million a year would seem like a steal. Okay, I mean, the man played very, very well to end the season without uh, Christian Wood on the court. He got really comfortable, and he played very, very well. There were games where he didn't make questionable decisions, but his overall game improved when the floor opened up for him and Jalen Green. And in regards to all those numbers and years, it's... In my opinion, I'm not sure how I feel. Um, I think it would be a great deal in regards to money because that money isn't worth a lot. It's easily tradable. But the thing is, would Kevin Porter Jr. be easily tradable at that price? If he stays good and if he stays on his quote-unquote best behavior, that is a damn steal. But when you believe that his behavior can be rocky and anything can happen, there are things that go on and if that were to occur it would be like how could we really dump this contract because nobody would want him so you know just to touch on that just a little bit i think it would be a good deal but obviously you need to have some team options there to find a way for the team to get out of the said contract that's just my opinion but for kevin porter jr himself that'd be a bad contract to sign because it's basically telling him like his money would not be guaranteed. Um, but, you know, maybe he'd do a, a favor for the organization that would make the last year a team option, maybe. But I think at that money, it, it's it's a decent deal. It's better than what I would have thought considering him going into restricted free agency, but who knows? I mean, anything can happen. I think the Rockets are just going to let it ride out and go let him go to restricted free agency. But if that, those are the numbers, then yeah. I mean, what do you think about the the Kevin Porter Jr. part? of that article i think the way that you described it very 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 well in describe in terms of like how kpj's contract is it it, it would ultimately be friendly but like what are we, what, what are we cost? talking about like <laughs> yeah like what are we really really talking about here yeah i mean i can recall episodes like we let's go down the archive on the episodes where we've specifically devoted episodes for kpj when he gets you know, when he ends up losing his mind and gets frustrating to watch and he ends up thinking more about himself than anything. And then mm -hmm. that's when you start thinking about, it, like, is that contract really worth 
the attitude. The play is there. The skill is there. I mean, Absolutely. if it wasn't for a skill and the play was there, I mean, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been the 30th. He wouldn't have been the 29th, 30th pick in the draft. He would have exactly. been top five, top 10. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the attitude issues mm-hmm. and the mental health issues that, that compound with what's going, what's been going on with him. Ultimately, mm-hmm. why the contract is very friendly. It's going to range around $10 million per year. It's hard for me to say, man. I, I honestly, it's a good deal on paper. Uh, in 2K, it'd be a perfect 2K contract. Let's Absolutely. be real. It's a perfect 2K contract. Easily tradable. You know, yeah, you can even put it, the attitude is unpredictable and he'll still be fine. But mm-hmm. uh, I think at the end of the day, the best thing, like you said, the best thing that the Rockets can do is let out, let him ride out the one year, this this uh, next year being his last year, and seeing how he reacts because he's had moments where we've almost had to coddle him in a way. Yeah. Um, Which is unfortunate, but you, you just have to do that at the end of the day. And... Mm-hmm. This is not a knock on him in any way. He's such a great player, such a great talent. Yeah. I think if he keeps his head straight, puts his head down, does the work, mm-hmm. and hoops on the court, I mean, he's a top 10, top 15 pure talented player in the NBA. Just talking about pure talent. Because his yeah. handles, his handles uh, going side to side, mm-hmm. uh, his defense has been tremendous mm-hmm. this past season. The leaps and bounds he's taken, three-point yeah. shooting was decent. Yeah, he's And he's definitely shown that he could play point guard. But overall, mm-hmm. like, Seeing where he stands through that contract, it's not a contract I just throw like I could throw right now. I can't comfortably tell you, GM, like, all right, all right, let's do it. Four years, fifty million. Five years, fifty million. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah, like you said, I can't commit four years yeah. to KPJ. He needs. I need one more year. I need to see. This will be year three. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe two and a half. But this will be his second full year on the Rockets next yeah. year. That'll mm-hmm. be more than enough to kind of see where he is. Yeah. Another year older. Mm-hmm. Let's see where his head's at. Can we have? Do we have less breakdowns? That'll be nice, you know. Yeah, it's possible. I just would. I'd feel that way. But you know yeah. what I mean. That's 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 how I would feel about it. Mm-hmm. But if we shift over now to the Jay Sean Tate contract, mm-hmm. how many years was that contract? By the way, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's like three to four years. Three probably to four years. Probably four years. Four years, thirty-six million, yeah. so around nine million mm-hmm. per year. How do you mm-hmm. feel about? Uh, would you Would you throw the, that bag on uh, Jay Sean Tate? To be honest with you, no. Ooh, why? I would trade him this off season oh, come on his value is high man and i mean he has improved his shooting i'm not going to get that twisted he has improved very very well in the sense that what he shot like after the all-star break like 38 to 40 percent from three maybe i don't know the exact numbers um i just know that yeah. he shot the rock better from the three-point line he's a great defender let's not get it twisted but with this team i mean fit wise I'm just not sure that it is the best move for us for the long term. I mean, we could draft a three in this draft. Who knows? I mean, maybe Kevin, uh, not, sorry, Kevin, KJ Martin could slot into the four. I mean, I wouldn't just outright trade Jay Sean Tate so you can have KJ start. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just that his value will be high now. It's super cheap. It would give the team that trades for him his bird rights to them and they could resign him to a deal that might seek fit you know i mean i just think that he'd be better served on a playoff team um not i'm not exactly sure i'd say a contender per se because that's not exactly what could go down who knows but his skill set complements teams that are in the playoffs and as a hustle player he is someone that can definitely help that out for the rockets i just not sure that it would be 
the best way of us spending our yeah, money. Yeah, you know, that's the only thing. That's what yeah. I was thinking about, too. Where would that work out in the long term? Because that's what I'm thinking about. It's not about the contracts. Both contracts on paper, very nice. I think they're very friendly. Yeah. Um, Jay Sean Tate's contract, very friendly. Mm-hmm. Let's be real here. $9 million per year for that type of player with that type of talent. Yeah. Uh, he can bring the ball up the court. He can play kind of, kind of a kind of a point center, not not a lot, but he can handle the rock. Let's not let's not twist it. Yeah, he's a great player, great hustle player, great defense. Was the captain of our defense uh, this past season. Like I said, not saying too much on a twenty win team, but still trying his best to captain the defense, and he does very very well. Yeah. But I'm not. I don't know, man. Like I'm in a place right now where it's like, yeah, I can't justify. It. <sighs> right now is this moment. Like I'm with you, man. I can't justify mm-hmm. throwing that bag on Jay Sean Tate either. I think. Yeah, ultimately, they, they have to look at the option of possibly trading Jay Sean Tate, or at least entertain the discussion of it. Mm. With the emergence of KJ Martin, with the fact that two out of the three top picks are forwards. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, you have Bancaro, Jabari Smith Jr., like, it, it definitely creates that, that opportunity for the Rockets if they want to continue to gather more assets or maybe include Jay Sean Tate in a bigger mm-hmm. trade if they want to trade for a borderline all-star at that at this point at this juncture <clears throat> yeah. we'll see I don't know this is all mm-hmm. just hearsay but I, I agree with you I wouldn't ultimately throw the bag going both ways mm-hmm. I want to take a, if we were going to stand pat with both of them I want to see another year of both of them but like you said towards the end of the season Jay Sean Tate kind of mm-hmm. didn't play his way out of the rotation but he definitely he didn't give himself any reason that spot that starting spot was solidified as opposed to the prior season. Yeah. KJ Martin's emergence has definitely put a pickle on the Rockets, a good pickle yeah. on the Rockets mm-hmm. side to try to make sure of like okay, do we want to continue to develop KJ Martin or you know continue I'm not saying Jay Sean Tate is by any means a uh, a vet, but you no, know I mean, playing Australian league, yeah. second year in the he's, NBA, he's yeah, older I mean? for someone that has twenty six, twenty seven. Yes, exactly. So you know you'd be paying him thirty, thirty one, maybe thirty two mm-hmm. years old. I don't know, but I just think that the Rockets, what they really want to do is they want to have cap room for twenty twenty three and kick cap room. Ch- well, that's that's important. See, that's mm-hmm. important right there. Yeah. We need to be able to look at like the cap space yep. and figure out even if you absorb these two contracts and you mm-hmm. you give them the extensions, say yeah. hypothetically speaking. Mm-hmm. So let's say like ten million per year to like nine million per year, which so will have out to about twenty million per twenty that's, million that's, per that's year. Eric for both Gor- of them. That's Eric Gordon's contract. So that's what and I'm then, saying. Like you know, so and John Wall, which will expire after next year. Yep. So there, there, there's possibilities to be had, but with you know, is the question is is Rafael Stone and Patrick Fertitta. Are they trying to open up room for two max slots? See, that's the who, thing. Who knows? Who knows? What I mean, you know, there well, is that possibility. We have an excess amount of draft picks, so I feel like the best, um, the best route for us to get back to where they want us to be is probably through trade. It's just the matter of who is available, and if that does occur, we have to pounce. And if not, there are still names in the free agent market in yeah, 2023 that we could potentially bring on so i mean it, there's a plethora of options for this team based on what they want to do but who knows man we still have next year we'll have to see how Jalen and kevin porter jr have developed after an off season with this program that the rockets have put on for them yeah and a possibly a top three maybe top five rookie who will be joining the fold and who knows? The team might be without Christian Wood. Um, who knows if Eric Gordon will be traded in the offseason as well? Um, there's no guarantee that um, – what's his name? 
Garrison Matthews? No. Well, I well, Garrison honestly, Matthews I, is a non-guaranteed also. That's why I was thinking. I think him. Garrison. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, I, was, I was talking about um, Schroeder. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he's a $5 million expiring, too. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot of... There's a there's a lot there's a lot of question marks that need to be answered. Yes, definitely. I mean, if I can put in reference, I was listening to the Old Man and Three podcast, or is it one? I don't remember. Yeah, the JJ Reddick podcast. Yeah. Old Man I was listening three. to the Draymond Green interview, and he was talking about how important it is to have veterans around young guys. And even though they might not get PT, I do believe in the importance. Draymond said it best when he said that if there weren't guys like a Jared Jack or a um, Jermaine O'Neal on the team to kind of show him what it was like to be a professional, who knows where they would be. It doesn't mean that they're going to impact winning immediately, but it's just more so to show these guys what it takes to win. And I think that a veteran is important for this franchise moving forward, going into 2022-2023, whether that be Eric Gordon, or no, I was gonna say put respect. Forward. Put respect in Eric Gordon's name, my guy. Yeah, yeah I'm Come okay. I'm okay with that. Come I'm okay now. with that. I mean, what Eric Gordon. What you talking about, bro? It's 420. <laughs> what are you talking about? My opinion is just that. Eg, well, put just, respect in his name. I'm just not sure. Come on, it, man. It, it doesn't have to be Eg. I'm just speaking it, in the sense of a veteran. Oh, but like, I don't know, man. I just think that Eg is definitely a great. Like, he's a great veteran to be had on the team. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with that. Not saying I'm, that I'm he's not, like I don't the sole dis- veteran. I don't disagree but, with that statement. Yeah, I'm just speaking in the sense of what they have in mind, and if Eric Gordon has to play, but Eric Gordon's too good to not play. So what I was seeing is more so along the lines of a veteran that can help along the lines of like a Jason Terry type, you Tyson know, Tyson Chandler. Yes, someone that yeah. doesn't exactly have to play every game, play spot minutes just in case an injury does occur, but someone that can show them what it's like to put in work day in and day out yeah. promoting good habits i wouldn't be shocked i wouldn't be shocked if we ended up uh, scooping someone in free agency like i just, I just wouldn't be shocked but Me it neither. just all depends on like you said what will happen as the time progresses mm-hmm. it's going to continue to progress as the off season yeah uh, continues to happen yeah and gm good stuff as always in regards to the kelly Ico. shout out to kelly Ico, doing your thing man the gm said he saw you uh at luce shout out to luce coffee avenue uh I wanted to get it's, some of that today, but I was too lazy. That's on you, bro. I'm never in town, so whenever <laughs> I'm in town, I got to make sure I get it. Shouts to Luce. They uh, they do a big time. And shouts to Kelly Iko, obviously, for a great article on uh, letting us know like where the range of the contracts will end up being. So if you don't have a chance, go check it out. Go on The Athletic. Uh, go check out Kelly Iko's article. It's one of the most recent ones that were posted. Mm-hmm. You can definitely find it there. Find it on The Athletic. Uh, shouts to you, as always. Um, let's move on, GM. Look, it's draft. It's draft. This is like this is gonna be the talk of the next. Let's say the draft is in weeks? late June. Oh well, oh, no, the next two further months, two to next two months. Yeah, at least the next sixty days. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely it's gonna be tops for us as it should for any Rockets fan, Rockets listener, Rockets media, Rockets podcast, Rockets TV show. It's it's. It's going to capture all the headlines. And we thought it'd be best that we cover a draft episode and have that be today's episode uh, before everything. We're not – I'm just going to let 
like y'all know this right now a little disclaimer we're not going to discuss draft every episode we're just not we have a lot of content that myself and the gm want to pump out and we're not going to discuss draft every episode and if you want to listen to draft stuff every episode you could you i shout outs to launchpad they cover like that a lot mm-hmm. and shout outs to locked on locked on uh, jackson gallon they cover it all the time so if you guys want to more draft coverage you can go there yeah we won't be covering it until after the lottery yeah when exactly. the answers will be more I want, clear i it's want a, it to be solidified yeah the word the the waters are a bit murky at this point it's more conjecture it's all um you know speculative and at this point um we feel like you'd, everyone would be better served and instead of focusing on that completely why don't we bring other um, you know, subjects yeah. to the forefront. Well, but that's the thing. That's the good thing about the off season, right? Is that it gives us the opportunity to not just discuss what's coming, but also discuss, you know, what's what's behind us in a way as well. That's why we have the rocket perspectives. We have uh, fantasy drafts that we will end up doing, and you, you, we have so much content, and we just can't wait to give that to y'all. But today, obviously, I want to cover draft, and we will cover draft here. And I actually have a very awesome and very fun game that gm has no clue what it is and it's gonna when y'all be here it'll be the first time i hear it. it'll be the nba draft and we're i'm i'm excited i literally came up with it this morning so it's very exciting stuff and we're gonna get ready to do that in just a moment but first we need to give an ad from one of our awesome sponsors give us one moment and we will be right back Aw, you didn't have to go so all out for my birthday. Yes, we did. Because birthdays are about showing your friends how much you care for them and how grateful you are for them. This is Jamie from Progressive. No, this is a great time. Progressive protects you 24-7. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry that happened. <clears throat> Jamie. Can you hold on one second? Uh, I gotta take this call. But remember, birthdays are about togetherness. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms. Yo, what's good, Rockets fans? This is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston, king of Rockets Twitter, host of the Rockets Twitter Safe Spaces, and the youngest guest at the Summit. And you listen to the Summit State of Mind podcast. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Summit State of Mind, presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. I am joined once again by the GM, of course, my brother, my tag team partner, GM you know what time it is? Tell the people what time it is. Uh, I don't know what time it is. It's seven twelve. <laughs> I literally ooped it for you with the biggest opportunity to literally say, "It's my time." Oh, it's my time. See, I, I, I didn't catch on to that. You didn't. I, I apologize. Wow. You know who would have caught it, Sean? Shout out to Sean. Touche. Sean would have caught it. Touche. He would have caught it and dunked it, but you, my friend, caught it. And got uh, blocked by the rim like T-Mac. I, fa- I failed it. I failed it. I, Shout I, apo- to 08- I apologize. Shout out to 0809 T-Mac who got blocked by the rim against Milwaukee. That's right. I know my history. All right. GM, let's talk draft here. Let's not just talk draft. Let's play a game. All right. So, GM, let me give you the rules right here. Let's let you know exactly. Well, to let you know live because you have no clue what's happening. Yeah. And let our listeners know what's going on live as it's happening. But... There's a website, right? And a lot of people have been using it. A lot of people from Twitter have been using it. Um, it's called tankathon.com. It basically does... It gives you the... Lo- it's a lottery simulator. Mm-hmm. It does... It randomizes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, always up to date. Uh, draft lottery, literally, if you do it right here, it's like 26 days, 23 hours, and 46 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, literally, they're counting down right for the lottery. So, it's pretty incredible stuff. But, GM, 
we're I'm gonna hit that sim lottery, right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna give us our picks. Okay. 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 One through fourteen, lotter, just the lottery. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is how we're gonna. This is what we're gonna do. After I hit sim lottery, that's gonna solidify this lottery for this night for the summit state of mind. Mm-hmm. We are gonna go one by one. We're gonna pick, like. If the number one pick is Houston, for instance, mm-hmm. what? And then we have to coin flip. We got to figure out a way who's going to select first. And then, like, your pick number, like, for example, you're the oldest. So pick number one Age goes to you. Beauty. That, yeah, exactly. Age before mm-hmm. beauty. That's right. I'm beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick will go over to you. Yeah. So you'll be the Houston pick, right, at number one. Mm-hmm. I'll be pick number two, Orlando. Yeah. You're pick number three. I'll be pick number four. You're pick number five. Okay. But. This is the kicker here. For the Houston pick, we're both going to make a pick. Oh, okay. And we're going to argue why we want that pick, why we prefer that pick over the other. And you and me both need to come to a you you and me both need to come to an agreement on who we're going to pick. <laughs> yeah. That'll be hard. Yeah, because it's a united draft feeling. essentially. Yeah. Because it has to it, it pick has to go in. Yeah. The pick has to go in because mm-hmm. it's going to determine whether or not, you know, who's going to be the next pick. So Yeah. It has to. You gotta. You gotta call it in. Okay. So, GM. I mean, you get. We got the drinks here in front of us. Yeah. We got the game. We got the game here. You ready to All do right. some to get some lottery here? I'm ready. All right. Let's hear. Let's see what we got. So, just so our listeners can kind of have an idea of what's happening, it's a lottery based on the odds. So, lottery. We're not guaranteed the number one pick, but the number one pick is set for Houston. The number two is Orlando. Number three is Detroit. Then four is OKC. Five Indiana, six Portland, seven Sacktown, uh, eight New Orleans, nine San Antonio, ten Washington, eleven New York, mm-hmm. twelve OKC, thirteen Charlotte, fourteen Cleveland. Okay, here we go. Okay. So let's do the sim lottery. GM, try not to act too excited. Yay! Wow. So in this draft, GM, here I'll pump it over to you. New Orleans ascended seven spots. Take to net number the one. number one pick. Could you imagine if that pick stayed with the Lakers? <laughs> Lakers. Let's see. Because that was the pick from Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. So number one goes to New Orleans. Number two goes to Houston. So mm-hmm. it's not bad. Yeah. Number three goes to Detroit. Number four goes to Orlando. Number five, OKC. Mm-hmm. Six goes to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Seven goes to Portland. Eight, Sacramento. Nine, San Antonio. Ten, Washington. Eleven, New York. Twelve, OKC. Thirteen, Charlotte. Fourteen, Cleveland. I see this, and I already have an idea in my head, but not for us. But Oh, for the number one pick? Yeah. Okay. I don't see New Orleans keeping it. Okay. All right. Well, GM, we can't talk like that right now. We can't talk about trading down. Dude, who, their center is who? Jonas Valanciunas? Yeah. I don't see them drafting Chet. I see Detroit trading up for number one to get Chet. Okay, yeah, all right, but mm-hmm. we can't talk about trades right now. Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, literally yeah. is a time. Yeah, that, that's just that's so, just okay. Okay, uh-huh. all right. So should we go age before? Let's go. We should go age before beauty. I'm gonna give you the first pick. Jesus I'm gonna, Christ! I'm gonna lay it up to you right here. New Orleans has the number one overall pick. You're on the clock right now, GM. I mean, if you're gonna get the number one pick, you got to draft Chet. No Doesn't matter. matter. No matter what, you got to draft Chet. Um. I don't know Valanchunas' contract in regards to what New Orleans is doing, but I do think that they have to go with that. I mean, granted, dude, they can still get a Zion back. Granted, if he stays with CJ McCollum, um, you know, Brandon Ingram. With Chet, 
that would put them like, yo, man, that's a team. That is a team. How shitty for the Lakers that their pick would be number one. <laughs> I know, right? Very well, de- very well deserved. Actually, GM, he his contract is up. He's After a this year. Agent. Okay, then yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, they're, they're not trading. Chet Holmgren is the pick. Easily. All right, lock it in. Unless they go Jack. Like Jackson Hayes is playing. Like is he? Is he? He's off the bench though, right? Yeah. But he's more so like a, a you know bench brigade guy. Energy off the bench does a lot. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Are we locking it in? Yeah, we're gonna go with Chet. Lock it in. All right, mm-hmm. Chet Holmgren, number yeah. one overall pick. Mm-hmm. I wish I I wish I could talk like Adam Silver. Mm-hmm. But the number one overall pick. I don't know. I can't. I can't do his voice. Sorry. The New Orleans Pelicans select Chet Holmgren, Gonzaga. Uh, solid, solid Ryan Seacrest impression. Yeah. All right, let's move on now. Number two goes to Houston. Yeah. Technically, it, it'd be moving over to me, but we're both picking because yeah. it's Houston. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Number two's to me. Number two's to me. Number one got picked. It's mm-hmm. Chet. Oh, you know who I'm going to pick, man. I roll with the Jabari jungle one time mm-hmm. jabari smith jr always and forever the number two overall pick mm-hmm. i mean the th- he's a three slash four six ten yeah dude's got range average 43 percent from three dude can stroke the ball defense is top notch he's a culture changer i guarantee you if we draft him mm-hmm. straight out of the gate Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, in April 20th, Wednesday, that by the time that you see this team take the floor, the defense is going to improve tenfold. Guaranteed. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Just by his presence. Because I, yeah. I tout him that high defensively. I think he's that high of an IQ. High at that high Q, that high of an IQ of a ball player. Mm-hmm. Weaknesses, we're also talking, you know, ball handling. Mm-hmm. Um, his ability to not be able to create his own shot. Of course, if we're talking about it like that, it's tough. But when you have someone like KPJ, mm-hmm. someone like a Jalen Green that can already take over the ball for the most part, yeah. someone like Jabari Smith Jr. fits perfectly. We're talking fit as well. Mm-hmm. It's Jabari Smith Jr. But that's my pick, GM. Are you going to counter? Are we, are we going to lock in Jabari Smith Jr. or do you have a counter for me? Oh, man. I'm I've I've been back and forth on this. Yeah, I know this is a good so much. I know this gives you so no choice. Much. You have you no choice, man. You have to you have to give it now. If you tell me today, I want right. to go Paolo Bencaro. What? I want to really? go Paolo Bencaro. I mean, the variance oh, is so high gosh. with him. He could be a stud. He legitimately could be a stud. He can he can do it all on the floor. Granted, his defense is not as good as Jabari Smith. Um, he. You know he's he's got all the tools to be okay. a star in the league. But granted, I do I'm not sure if he could reach that. But if we're gonna go best player available, highest variance in the sense of it doesn't have to be compliment. It's just that you want a guy that can handle the ball, score in isolation with the handles. Like you can't like you know it it helps to have guys that can do that. And also the guy is a catch-and-shoot monster. Shot 40% off catch-and-shoot threes. The guy can do it. He can play well off the ball. Um, the only thing about it is I don't see how they would fit him and not Prince Shangun. But at the same time, you make it work. You work it out, right? That's what they, that's what they typically do. I mean, you yep. always go with the talent over yeah. – You don't fit. worry about fit. You go fit BPA over yeah. fit at this juncture. Yeah. But, you know, I see where you're coming from as well with Jabari Smith Jr. For me, it's just that 
the West Coast connection is so strong here, and I think that we can have three potential studs in Jalen, Paulo, and KPJ with an LP. I mean, could Paulo play the three? I don't know. Okay. I think Jabari Here. might be a better fit at the three. Okay, okay, you make a, you make a valid point, but mm-hmm. to stand up against you know the Jabari jungle is few and proud. Yeah, I've I've come to that conclusion that I feel feel like the Paolo Paolo's bus brigade or whatever you want to call it, it's been growing in numbers considerably, especially with the way he's been was playing in the uh, Sweet Sixteen, playing in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but I got you know. I gotta stand up for my boy Jackson, man, because Jackson is a—he's a Jabari guy, and I gotta be with him on this. But more importantly, like, I, I can't yield from the Jabari pick, man. I'm sorry. It's the Jabari is that type of player with that type of shot, no hitch in the getup. Yeah, that's a player that I feel when we're in the playoffs and we need a game and we need a gamer, and they're doubling Jalen off the shoot, and Jalen can't get the ball up. And Jalen has to kick it. You Jabari want... just seems like that guy. He seems like that guy. Which, sh- which, his, his range is very, very far. Which is ridiculous when you think about it because mm-hmm. Paolo is clutch too. Yeah. So it's hard for me to, to select it. But we have to come to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. We need to net this number two pick. We need to lock it in. Adam Silver's yelling at us in the war room, telling mm-hmm. us to, to get this pick in. Well, if it's up to me, if we have to decide between both, I'm going Paolo. I can't, kidding, I, can't, I can't, man. I'm sorry. No, I, I mean, honestly, honestly. If you're if on the if, fence. If we're going to go, if I'm if on the fence, the fe- if yeah, I'm on the fence, lean. I'll go defense there because go, Jabari's okay. a better defender. And if we suck, then it gets us a chance at Wemby or Scoot Henderson next there, year. I so. like the way you think. My guy, well, Gio. I'll, I will reluctantly take jabari smith jr all right thank you all um, right jabari smith jr with the number two overall pick locked mm-hmm. in adam silver makes the selection houston's going crazy uh shout outs to prod who's in tears at this moment over to pick number three mm-hmm. detroit pistons i mean come on dude you know who to select paulo bancaro paulo bancaro easily absolutely that's pretty much an easy selection oh god him and kate cunningham come on yeah bro mm-hmm. Talk about a one-two punch, dude. So, over to me. This is where it gets a little dicey, okay? Number four. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it shouldn't get dicey. Who's their point guard? Oh, gosh. Cole Anthony. Cole. <sighs> and Jalen <Nah>. Suggs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow, you are totally right. If Orlando has to lock in with this pick. I think shoot. Orlando, honestly, I think Orlando is going to take Shaden Sharp at four. If, yeah, because we're going based on like who they would pick, and I yeah. think you're right. Jaden, despite Jaden Ivey just being, in my opinion, the best unless the point guard unless prospect they in the draft. Truly believe, okay. Hypothetically speaking, nah, dude, hy- you're, you're giving way too much, dude. Because you're no, you're right. Cole Anthony. Yeah, and, I know, I know, dude. Cole Anthony and you, you, you got Jalen Suggs too. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Jaden Ivey's a one. I know. He's not a two. Um, Cole Anthony is not, is not a great defender. Jay Ivey is probably oh, subpar yeah. at best, probably a better defender yeah. than Cole nah, Anthony. He's a better defender, yeah. Um, unless they view you know someone like Keegan Murray as a game changer at the four, right? Okay. Um, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then that's a possibility. I see someone jumping. You know, it could even be a you know Benedict Matherin, maybe an AJ Griffin. But AJ Griffin with his knee issue, it's not plausible. I don't believe that that'll happen. Um, 
to me, it's between Shaden Sharp and Jaden Ivey. Okay, well, um, I mean, it's my it's my pick. So I'm if I'm the GM of Orlando, who mm-hmm. would I who would I pick? Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, man, I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. Yeah, there has to be a jump. It's not happening. The, I don't think the jump isn't happening right now. Jaden Ivey at number four. I'm gonna lock in Jaden Ivey at number four. Too much of a dynamic guard play. It's too sexy of a pick to pass on. Jaden Ivey is a game changer, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He just moves the needle better than a Cole Anthony, than a Jalen Suggs. No offense, mm-hmm. but he's a one, not a two. He could slide into the two, though. You can do a little. He's not even a small guard. He's like six four, six five. Yeah. So really, in actuality, you could slide him into the two, quote unquote. But he won't really be a true two. Mm-hmm. But it's too good of an opportunity to pass up man Jaden ivy lock it in at number four mm-hmm. for orlando number five over to you gm okc i mean you mentioned uh you mentioned sharp as well uh, shaden sharp but mm-hmm. who's the uh, number five pick for okc um it could be shaden sharp or it can be someone in the sense of like uh keegan murray um you know they don't really have a power forward um, over at Oklahoma City. And it sucks. They've been tanking forever. And they have already a glut of guards and SGA, Josh Giddy, uh, those guys. Shaden Sharp, could he play the three? Hypothetically speaking, yeah. But they got Lou Dort, too. Yeah. He was a decent player. Improved yeah. three-point shot. That they do. Um, if you're going to ask me here, honestly... I think Oklahoma City goes Caden, uh, sorry, Keegan Murray over Shaden Sharp here. Wow, okay, the first jump of the draft. Yeah. I like that. That's just based on what I believe. Um, yeah, I think OKC goes Keegan Murray. I think it's I think it's actually a smart pick, too, uh, yeah. and I think you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right, they do have a gluttony of um, gluttony of I mean, guards, yeah. yeah. It's a good so. call. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. I see it. All right, are we locking it in, Keegan Murray? Yeah, we're Number locking five? it in. Yeah, All right, yeah, locked yeah. in. Number five. Yeah, Keegan Murray to OKC. Number six goes to Indiana, and they have a gluttony of guards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got Buddy Heald. They got Brogdon. They mm-hmm. got oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton, dude. Yeah. Oh my goodness, they got Duarte. <laughs> yeah, they got a great team over there. Oh man. Okay. Uh, this is where it gets dicey for me. Excuse me. Okay. They just they have TJ Warren, but I'm not banking on TJ Warren. They have a gluttony of guards. Duarte, Brogdon, Halliburton, Heald. Like these are all talented. TJ McConnell. Like, these are decent guards, like, at worst. <sighs> they're weak at the forward spot. They're very... They they're, they don't have, like, very high-end talent there. I think you gotta make the pull. Number six, A.J. Griffin. I respect it. Small forward out mm-hmm. of Duke. Mm-hmm. Lock it in. A.J. Griffin. It gives them... Look, it gives them plenty of options. He's a shooter. He plays great defense. He ha- He's a very talented... He, look, he showed his talents in Duke. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a player that can complement very well for this young Indiana team. So, mm-hmm. lock it in. A.J. Griffin, number six to Indiana. Over to UGM, number seven. 
goes to Portland. Here you go. Who you got? Shade on Sharp. Yeah, easily. yeah, you can't even easily. The uh, the, the next uh, the next CJ McCollum, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he can play the two or the three. Um, next to a guy like God, Damian six, Lillard, dude, he's six, he, six, he plays dude. he plays very well. He plays yeah. a lot better off the ball than CJ McCollum. Didn't play a minute in college, and he's yeah. still getting drafted that high. That's incredible. You yeah, know? I mean, I can see him. Just I, I can see him falling there if this is the exact uh, result of it. I can, see but I him see him falling. jumping. Yeah, but I see him jumping into the top, arguably the top four, top five. It just depends what Orlando yeah. and Oklahoma City value exactly in exactly. that regards. But for this exercise, that is not <laughs> exercise. He is not the guy. We're not gonna be calling it a game anymore. This is an exercise. So, I mean, because Orlando went, they went Jaden, Oklahoma City went Keegan, mm-hmm. and Indiana went AJ Griffin. So yeah, yeah Shadon Sharp to Portland seems like a very valid possibility here um i can see it absolutely for sure okay so we're lo- we're locking that pick in with shade on sharp i thought yeah. that was a mm-hmm. very good pick uh he had to go at some point he's that he's sh- dude he is legit mm-hmm. he has legit talent mm-hmm. the fact that he's sought after this high considering he didn't like you said he didn't play a minute mm-hmm. that's big time for him so good pick very good pick. Over to me now, number eight, Sacramento, the eternal black hole of the NBA. I'm, j- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just a joke. So That's a lie. Uh, <laughs> if I'm looking at their roster right now, they got the god Harrison Barnes at the three, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrison Barnes is by far their best player. Uh, Shout-outs to uh, DeMontis Sabonis, number two. Uh, but uh, Josh Jackson, I'm looking up and down their roster. I'm looking and see who they got. They got some guards. D- decent talents here and there. Davion Mitchell, who's obviously going to be their their guy for the future, the point guard of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go um, uh, Benedict Mathurin. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Benedict Mathurin for, sa- at the, for at Sacramento. The, yeah, just for Sacramento. He to play next to Davion. To play next to Davion. Two hard hitting, tough, strong guards yeah. that can play very well off mm-hmm. of each other yeah i can see that i could dude like i could definitely see that. that that'll be like the muscle the muscle guards of the nba right there like that yeah. one two talent and they'll bring like that attitude that sack has like sorely needed for the longest time mm-hmm. matherin's gonna provide that um you saw what he did against us against you know being on arizona mm-hmm. the way that he kind of pounded grounded and pounded on us mm-hmm. he's a great cutter decent jump shot plays great defense Big time, dude. So I, I think that that's a great pick for them, and I think that's ultimately what they'll go with. So I'm going to mm-hmm. lock in uh, Matherin, number eight, uh, over to Sacramento. So that takes it over to you, Justin, number nine, uh, San Antonio. Oy. Who you got? Honestly, I'm not so sure. Um, <laughs> I, I, I cannot. I'm not sure. Like I have to honestly look at the roster to see what um, they're, they're pretty they like. They they have needs. Yeah, I <laughs> they mean, have a lot of average know. players. Yeah. Like they have a lot of average players. Like so, you could increase. I mean, you you got board. you took Benedict Matherin. Matherin would have been a great uh, pickup next to. Um, That's what I do. Yeah, next to Dejounte Murray. That's what I do. Baby. That leaves like the only guard at the top tier of that would probably be Johnny Davis, maybe Dyson Daniels, but Daniels isn't a good sh- shooter. Johnny Davis is decent. I mean, I could probably go with Tari Eason Ooh, at the four. Wow. Tari Eason is a good. Did not expect is that. A, is a would be someone that could, you know, okay. suit 
The Spurs. Did not expect that. But you didn't lock it in yet, so. I'm, I'm I have not locked it in yet. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No. Um, I don't know, man. Unless, you know, a surprise occurs. Or like, let's say, like, a Jeremy Sohan jumps and goes to the Spurs. He's a Swiss, Swiss Army knife, coming from a very good school in Baylor. That's true. Can shoot the ball. He has that variance of where he can hit the outside bucket. Um, and also, Pops values guys that can do many things, that are very disciplined. Um, so if you ask me, to be honest, I can honestly see Jeremy Sohan jumping to number nine. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but you got to lock in your pick, my guy. What are we going to do? Oh, man. It's between Eason and Sohan. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, if you're going to be, if I'm going to be completely transparent with you, I am going to go. And the thing is about the Spurs is they don't overvalue. They trade down and get players mm-hmm. that are undervalued. Yeah. So at number nine, I think they take Tara Eason. They don't. They do not tend to try to overvalue players. Yeah. Um. I just think that Tara Eason would probably be their pick. So, there you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number yeah. nine. We're locking it in. We're locking it in. All right. We're locking it in. I'm gonna take. Okay. So number ten goes over to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Washington Wizards. Yeah. They need a point guard. Yeah. Like, I've come to that conclusion that they need a point guard. That's bottom line. They're one of the top point guards, Raul Neto. They need help at that department. Mm-hmm. They already have young players in Corey Kispert. You obviously have Bradley Beal. Uh, depend- I, you know, actually, this is hard. Like, depending upon whether or not they're going to trade him. I'm de- assuming they're not going to trade him, but mm-hmm. there's always that shot. Because if they trade him, it changes everything for me. But they... I just... Uh, like there's no standout point guards at this point at this I mean, juncture. Ty Ty Washington. Yeah, Ty Ty Washington was gonna ultimately Dyson be. Daniels could be that guy. Well, I was leaning Ty Ty. So if we need a mm-hmm. point guard and we're talking at the number ten spot, we're gonna go ahead and lock in Ty Ty Washington Jr. out of Kentucky, just because of the fact that look, he's he's a good player. <laughs> He averaged four assists, mm-hmm. 1.6 turnovers per game, so the playmaking efficiency is there. Yeah, that's a good jump. Yeah, he suffered. He's, I knew that he suffered an injury sometime in Ju- January, I think, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. if I recall. The, yeah, he suffered. He suffered an injury, and then he he didn't. He definitely uh, cooled down at that point, but he was definitely playing very well up until then. Ty Ty Washington Jr. I just think overall his playmaking skills will help Bradley Beal offsets offset some stuff for Bradley Beal. So I definitely think that'll be a good deal. Titan Washington, number 10 to Washington. Lock it in. Number 11, we're getting close to the promised land, GM. Number 11, New York. Yeah. Let's get it. What we got? This is big for them. Now, you have the whole weight of New York on your shoulders. Good luck, sir. Yeah. Do not envy you whatsoever. That's a lot to put on, you know. Um, who do we have left? Um, I can really – you can go – uh, so Honduran, Johnny Davis, but they don't have any bigs. They don't have a point guard because um, what is it? Derrick Rose is hurt and he's yeah. old. 
Um, Kemba Walker, as good as gone. Julius Randle, Emmanuel Quickly. Honestly, if you're going to ask me, I think the Knicks go Dyson Daniels. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they need a playmaker, someone that can make it happen. Um, granted, he didn't look very impressive throughout the whole G League stint, but the guy's a playmaker, and the Knicks need that, someone to settle things. And at 6'6", even though he's listed as a two-guard, he can play the one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to lock that in? Yes, we will lock that in. Okay. All right, solid, solid, solid. Okay, it's going to go over to me now, number 12. Okay, so yeah, the plethora of young players. Who did they take? Yeah, we, I'm trying to who remember who we drafted number five. That was that pick was you because I drafted Jaden Ivey at four. Um, I picked. I know. This is shows my professionalism of not marking I think it. Keegan Murray. You went Keegan Murray. Yeah, Keegan yeah, you went Murray. Keegan because I, went, I yeah. went with A.J. Griffin after. Yeah. Okay. So they got Keegan Murray at power forward. Mm-hmm. Man, this team just has a lot. <laughs> like, I just, like, if we're taking young talent, I'm just like, bro, they have a plethora of young talent. Who the hell do they need at this point? They have Josh Giddy. It's like. I mean, you can go uh, another big. Yeah, no, I mean. Jalen Duran is still on the board. Dude, it, come on, Jim. You don't have to call me out like that. Like, I already had my pick already. I just wanted to add, I like adding to the dramatics. Okay. GM. Yeah. But he went ahead and took it away from me. Lock it in. Jalen Duran at number 12. Mm-hmm. I just think overall, lob threat. He'll work perfectly with Josh Giddy, Shy mm-hmm. Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. It gives it a big. You basically shore up that 4-5 spot mm-hmm. just by having Keegan Murray and yeah. putting Jalen Duran together. Yeah. Come on, mm-hmm. dude. One-two mm-hmm. punch. Great. Mm-hmm. Are they going to keep these two picks? Ooh, that's dicey, but mm-hmm. we'll find out. But number 12, lock it in. Jalen Duran out of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Big time stuff. Number mm-hmm. 13, over to you, Charlotte. Jeremy Sohan. Um, wow, he didn't even hesitate. Miles Bridges might, might leave. You know, he's a restricted free agent. If he gets offered max money, does Charlotte want to pay him that? If they do not, they can seamlessly fit in Jeremy Sohan. He's not as talented as Miles Bridges, but he can shoot the ball decently. Okay. Um, he can defend. You went Sohan, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He went to a good school, disciplined school in Baylor. They're a great defensive team. Um but I think that based on their needs, I think Sohan fits the bill for them. So we're locking it in? Wow. Yeah, in. Jumping into the lottery, Sohan. Nice stuff, GM. Okay. So number 14 goes over to me. Cleveland, who in my opinion was super robbed. <laughs> they should have made the playoffs. It wasn't for the dang play-in. I don't hate the play-in, but I just kind of feel sad. It's so Cleveland to be locked in mm-hmm. at the eighth seed just to ultimately get out of the – just to get eliminated by the play-in tournament. It's very Cleveland. Yeah. But Cleveland has a lot of gems, obviously. Yeah. But they're very, very, very heavy. They play the triple big lineup, so they're heavy on those uh, spots. I just – you could improve by maybe putting a big there – you could put Mark Williams in there, but I just can't justify putting another big in that lineup. Yeah. So then it opens up the possibilities of the guard spots. And if you're looking up and down on the guards, they obviously have Garland. They have Karis LeVert. You have the legend, you know, God's God's gift to the earth, uh, Karis LeVert. Everyone loves him. Rajon Rondo, Colin Sexton. But I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't buy – I'm not buying that stock right now. Uh Darius Garland, in my opinion, is the best guard in the on that team by far. Yeah. Um, 
So do you if go, you want to go, do you I, go well, Johnny go, Davis? Well, exactly. CGI. Mm-hmm. See, this is the second time he has spoiled the game. Wonderful stuff. He doesn't even let me finish. Sorry. Awesome stuff. So there you go, y'all. Cheers. Number 14 goes to Johnny Davis. Incredible stuff. GM just, You're just went ahead and You're welcome. You're made welcome. my picks for me. So essentially, he made picks 11 through 14. Congratulations. All right. So I was just being – it was just – you know, predict predictions. I, was, I mean, I'm fine with the predictions, Jim. But I'm not sorry that I pulled my. I'm sorry right I, I pulled my um, Shams Charania and um, Adrian really Marzinowski card. You really did. You were just like leaning in. Yeah. You were like, oh, yeah. who are they gonna pick? Oh, 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 <laughs> is that Johnny Davis? Oh, I heard that Johnny Davis. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and tweet it. Jeez, GM, like, let me let me get it out of the war room before you decide to take it out yourself. Goodness gracious, don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining, bro. Come on. So. <laughs> Johnny Davis locked in at number 14 overall. NGM, that that solidifies the game of the lottery, man. Top 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, GM, just immediate thoughts on what you thought about this game. This is definitely a game that I thought would be fun. This uh, this was fun. I wasn't prepared, but this was very fun. Oh, I told you that. We, <laughs> I told you I was like, we're going to do draft stuff, so just be ready. And uh, Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to be prepared well, that's okay. completely. Well, no, but that's okay. I mean, I'm, I, mean I wasn't... I wasn't going to make sure that I was going to be prepared 100% either. I'm just – I've always been that draft guy. I yeah. love draft stuff. Yeah. Especially when the Rockets are in the lottery, mm-hmm. whether they're 1 or 14. I'm always into it. Yeah. Shout out to the 2012 draft. There you go. Always. That was the last time the Rockets were relevant in a draft outside of 2021. Mm-hmm. I was always into that. So this is big-time stuff. I just wanted to do something a little different, and I just wanted to kind of like – Kind of give also our listeners an idea of what these other players provide as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. As possibly an offering for mm-hmm. if the Rockets decide to trade up. Mm-hmm. So there's always that possibility as well. But GM, how comfortable do you feel with this lottery that we have selected with the fact that uh, Shade and Sharp dropped all the way to seven and mm-hmm. we nabbed Jabari Smith Jr. at the two? Mm-hmm. So how did you feel overall about this draft? Um, I thought this draft. I wasn't. I'm not going to say it's accurate, but I'm not disappointed with our pick. Um, at number two, I think that it's okay that we took Jabari. I'm okay with Jabari, Paulo, and even I Chet. Am you I know, am too. if we're at five, I I hope Shade on Sharp drops to us. But for this, dude, extra you're getting Shade on Sharp or Jaden Ivy. That's not bad, bro. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on what we're looking for. But at the end of the day. Um, I'm good with the pick. Confident with the pick. I, I'm confident with whoever we get. Me too. Me too. I'm not confident in Silas yet executing oh. plans with said players. But <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, we're gonna give him this year. I mean, I think that's suitable and fair enough. Year three, absolutely. Year three. We're gonna see what happens. Well, year, year two three. with an actually steady roster. The first year is probably is moot in my opinion. But that's your opinion. I'm calling it year three. <laughs> well, I mean, according it's to the contract, it is year three. It's still year three. He had a full year. But I yeah, mean, so, you know, so like, I yeah, I think overall, I think we picked accurately based on what the teams need. But I think that this was a great exercise. It was very fun. And, you know, to all, to, all, calling it a game, it's an exercise. to all the listeners out there, um, <laughs> if anyone has any issues with our picks, please, you know. Um, I want some interaction. Tell us where you agree, maybe disagree. Um, 
you know, or, you know, I'm ask any anybody that's listening right now, if Oklahoma, oh, no, sorry, Oklahoma City, if New Orleans is at number one, do you see New Orleans trading down? Oh, yeah, I definitely, yeah. I mean, let's but with that, with Valanchunas leaving, I actually now I have been proven that Chet Holmgren could possibly be the pick. Can you imagine Chet, Zion, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, and <laughs> who's their know, starting bro. point guard? Is it, um, Oh gosh. I forgot his name. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my the, head. Yeah, um, it's the Patrick Beverly 2.0. It's the guy from... Oh my god, this is going to bother me. But I don't remember. But I know that he can play ball. He went, He played for Charlotte. Guys, I'm sorry. Please excuse me. I can't remember all the players at the top of my head. But if Chet Holmgren does go there, number one to New Orleans, that's a match made in heaven. Yeah. In my opinion. Absolutely a match made in Jose heaven. Jose Alvarado? Jesus, Grand Theft Alvarado. He Grand Theft Alvarado. You saw? Did anyone yeah. see the other night when Chris Paul shoot him off as he tried to do his sneaky shit? And Chris Paul was just like, "Come on, boy, come on, get it." That's get typically out. how. Uh, that's yeah. I mean, so Chris that. Paul. You know what? To be honest, I take that personally. Uh, you know what? To be honest, like I, I would take that. Well, Chris Paul, for instance, is the point guard, so I take that personally. For Absolutely. Answer. But even me, like yeah. when I'm on the court, yeah. like I take that personally. People <laughs> try to steal from me. I'm like, yeah. That is not going to happen, bro. I'm sorry. Like, come on. I don't turn the ball very often, so it's just not happening. And I'm, Anyways, uh, neither here nor there. But, yeah, no, good stuff overall. Yeah, with New Orleans trade down, that's another option as well. Um, there's just so much uh, things that can happen, obviously, from here uh, mm-hmm. going towards the draft. And we're just looking forward to what can happen. Like, the Rockets are guaranteed one through five. Like, that's mm-hmm. pretty amazing stuff. So, yeah. As good as, you know, the, the top three of Paolo, Chet, or Jabari, or as low as the Jade and Ivy, or Shade and Sharp, or whoever we decide is going to be the best option. But trust Stone. Mm-hmm. Trust the front office that they'll make the best decision. They haven't given us any reason to say no. Not yet. So Not yet. They definitely have earned the trust so mm-hmm. far. But, GM, just for fun, dude. For funsies. Number 17. Houston. Oh, man. Let me... Yeah, pull it up. I'll give you, I'll give you mine straight out the gate, my dude. If you want help right away, don't draft this guy. Usman Dieng out of New Zealand. <laughs> he's projected to be a second rounder, but he can definitely shoot up boards. Dude, well, he's a project. He wouldn't sign out right out the gate. That's the yeah, thing. Like, do the yeah. Rockets want to spend that 17 pick on someone that they know is going to stay overseas for like another year or two? Um, you know, That's I can. I, if it were us, I, if, you know, it depends on how high they value Nikola Jovic. Nikola Jovic, if Walker Kessler. Goes down, Walker Kessler, seven one like, center. Yeah, I like Jovich too, though. That's definitely a pick. Jovich and Walker Kessler, guys that I would keep my eye on. Those are guys, um, you know, even Ochai Agbaji, you know, from um, Kansas. He's a senior, and being a senior playing for four years is something that is extremely undervalued in the draft. Um, but when you do play all four years, you've learned a lot. You mature quicker in the league. Um, because I don't know if we draft based on potential. Well, what about Bochamp? Bochamp, 6-7? Yeah, maybe. He's plays. He's a guard, but you could stretch him into... He's basically a wing. So you could stretch him over to the three spot if you need to. So that's I, know, I don't know if option. I'm sold on Bochamp, but I can be. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want someone you know. that could maybe help you baby out the gate... Uh-huh. I'm that just, would be I'm just valuing what that. is undervalued in the sense of it's experience you, in guy. college. Always looking at the undervalued guys. Don't look at look at look at Chris Duarte. Yeah, you know he's yeah. older, but he did spend four years in college as well. And you can see and how much he that helped. Fits him. seamlessly sure. into Indiana. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, 
Okai, Okchai, I don't know. Okay, well, go ahead. Lock, well, here, just lock it in. You don't need to give me the options. Lock it in. We don't need him, though. It's Walker. It's Walker. It's it's Walker Kessler and Nikola Jovich. Okay. Um, if they want, okay, this is what I'm gonna say. If they want to have someone stay overseas, take Jovich at 17th overall. But lock in the. It's a weak draft. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Of course. We already have Usman Garuba, who played the four and the five as the backup. If they value Usman Garuba this highly, and they see that the draft is this weak. At 17, do you see instant help? Walker Kessler can be the guy. Nikola Jovic, I think he's drafted. He would At 17, he'd be too high, in my opinion. Um, but hey, man, maybe he can be the next Tony Kukoc. We'll see. We'll Nikola see. Jovic is the pick. <laughs> okay, lock it in. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right, solid, solid stuff. I think I would... I- I don't know. Jovich would be the pick. I like Bochamp. I think Bochamp needs to get a better look, but that's just me. But I let the GM lock in that pick anyways. So good stuff overall. Like I said, uh, if you ever want to play this game with your friends or anything like that, just go to tankathon.com, do the draft simulator, and uh, yeah, you can take turns on who you'd pick overall. we can, Like I said, we can draft as high as one. We can draft as low as five. So the top five is guaranteed. One of those five talents is guaranteed to don a Houston Rocket uniform by the time that the season starts. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be incredible stuff as always. GM, let's go ahead and end the episode right here. Thank you so much once again for joining me as always. Just being my brother, being the GM, being mm-hmm. the guy. Always locked in, even when the research may not be 100%. Even though you didn't know what was coming, you still attacked it with the only way JP Mirabueno can attack it. I did it the best I could. I think you did very, very well. And you're going to do one better for the listeners because you're about to give us the sign-off. GM, hit him with the sign-off one time. Okay. So for everyone that is listening, please rate us five stars on Apple spotify amazon or any platform that you listen to podcasts rate us five stars leave us a review go ahead and tell us that we are the best rockets podcast out there (laughs) or the worst rockets podcast (laughs) whatever you feel comfortable with and you know like please follow us on twitter at summit s-o-m pod and please please Follow us on Instagram as well at Summit State of Mind underscore pod. So do that. Follow me on my Twitter and Instagram, JP underscore Mirabueno, M-I-R-A-B-U-E-N-O. And, you know, if anyone knows what our last name means, it means (laughs) JP looks good. So thank you. Thank you very much. As always, a solid ender as I'd ever see it. He even plugged in the spanish lineage of our last name wonderful stuff the only only way the gm knows how to do it Mm -hmm. uh give me a follow as well on twitter at summit commish uh s-u-m-m-i-t-c-o-m-m-i-s-h we appreciate y'all for joining us here on our little draft episode draft lottery draft episode it's been fun really fun stuff and we're going to continue to pump out more episodes like we said uh, off season may occur but there's no off season for us so just continue to listen continue to tune in continue to subscribe mm-hmm. and continue to support and that's all we can ask for support us support our rockets uh the future is bright 
as we continue to truck on here during the off season, and we just can't wait to see what's going to happen in the future uh, with this team, with the draft, and ultimately with our podcast. Just stay tuned. We have a lot, like we said, every episode at the end of the season. There's a ton of content to put out. We can't wait to put it all out for y'all. So thank you once again for listening to us. Make sure that you are taking care of yourselves, and most importantly, make sure that you are taking care of each other. On the sign-off from myself and the GM, y'all have a good rest of the week because this will be the last episode for the week. We'll see y'all next week. Y'all take care, be somewhere, and don't be a square. All right. See you next week. Repeat after me. I, Kevin, take you, Susan. I, Kevin, take you, Susan. It's a Jamie from Progressive. Shh, Jamie. No, it's all right. I can talk. Progressive protects you 24-7, which means you can contact us anytime. Hmm. I'm getting a loud shh sound, so I'm going to talk louder. What can I help you with today? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Progressive can do that. Ugh, there's that noise again. Hold on. Let me put you on speaker. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. The Summit for, 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 for Life.